Test, test, test. Testing. Test. test. Yeah. Test. Hi. Oh, it sounds great. Welcome to the fucking Twilight Zone. Am I right? Yeah, you guys? quick question, Harish. <sighs> what the fuck did we watch? <laughs> I don't know, man. Wait. Okay. I'm not even going to set up the stuff. Oh, uh, for the theme song? For the theme song. Just, just going to cut it in right in. here. A better refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Hi, what's up? It's Samantha. Um, This episode is kind of weird. Uh, We did not know what to expect with this movie and ended up... It's an art piece. It's an art piece. But we ended up so baffled by what we saw that we could not do our normal episode structure. So uh, if you're um, a first-time listener, I wouldn't suggest this being your first episode. I mean, I think You you can go ahead if you want. It's a good discussion. It's a good discussion. But um, I would suggest going back and picking like literally any other episode. Um, I would also suggest if you can to find this movie and watch it before you listen to this. If you can't, go ahead, listen. We're not going to tell you no but i really really want you to see this movie yes and that's it okay and welcome to drink (laughs) (laughs) sorry and and welcome to tipsy terror um today's episode is possession which is not what you think it is from 1981 you You can't i just screamed into my mic is your mic on it is on it is on okay okay Possession, not what you think it is. It's Holy what the fuck, shit! Say again. Possession. There you go. It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. Yeah. Which is the official tagline of the movie, and it's that tagline that won a best tagline at the 1981 Shadow, Shadow Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> we should host a Shadow Oscars. We should. That'd be so fun for a one year. Yeah, that'd be do cute. a Shadow Oscars with all the people that have been on. Oh my god, I would love it. Okay. So possession. This movie. What oh, uh, so this movie was my pick. Um, Boy, did he pick one. <laughs> I'm doing the trivia for this one. Yeah, say why you picked. So I was browsing on letterbox.com, which we talk about a lot, but we've never explained what it is. But it's, it's basically <laughs> a social. I always assume it's common knowledge, but it's not. It's letterbox and then D. Letterbox D. It's letterboxed.com. Um, and it's basically a social network for movies, um, and you can like mark what movies you've seen and like what, the social network. Yeah, for example, <laughs> I need to watch like that the movie, year, so the social network. It. But um, so I was browsing Letterboxd, um, the uh, browsing their horror genre, and um, uh, one of their top films on their horror genre was Possession, and it had a really interesting uh, poster. Um, you so just like it because it's sexy. The poster is just a naked woman's back, but it's very artistically shot, it's so sexy. it looks very good. And so I clicked on it, and then all the reviews were basically like, I don't know what the fuck this movie is, but 
and then they'd give it five stars. <laughs> so it was like everyone loved the movie but didn't understand it at all. So I'm like, okay, so this means I have to watch this movie. You guys, this is so stupid. I'm on the one star letterbox right now, and all of the movies that they have listed as movies they've seen, they all gave them one star. Well, I hope <laughs> so. It's so funny. I don't know. I just it, like just look at it. It's one star. Our, um, Shout out. Our friend podcast. One star. Okay, so should we hop into trivia? So uh, our first segment is below the bar trivia, Weird. where normally. We would ask each other trivia questions about the movie. This is but not a normal episode, much like this is not a normal film. This is going to oh. be a kind of different episode. This and is so a, a diversion from form. <laughs> like one could say, um, we usually we take notes on a conditional form, and that's how the podcast goes. It's the name of the upcoming 1975 album. I don't it's know on what a conditional form. <laughs> any of that means. Watching you like so. crushed, like you like literally just like imploded. So I'm embarrassed. Today for below the bar trivia, um, I'm going to change it up. And instead of doing normal trivia questions, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read reviews that I found on Letterboxd. <gasps> and you have to tell me whether it is. Um, from this movie or from another movie? Okay. 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 Are okay, you guys can ready? I, can I request that since we've seen this movie now, on our morning after, we actually do like our real trivia thing if we can find some. Well, I was just gonna go through some facts. Okay. Cool. After this, I just want to know some trivia. So yeah, let's um, do it. Okay. Do you want to do buzzer noises? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the this first one is. It's it's from the person uh, Lucy on Letterboxd. Familiar. And they gave two and a half stars, and the review is a great first date movie. Beep, beep, beep. Yes. True. True as in this is for it's possession. It's from possession. No. I knew it because it was less than four stars. <laughs> it is a review of the movie Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> no oh. Antichrist Absolute, which Absolutely is not The name of a song By the, the 1975 I need to stop talking about Molly, that Molly have it's you seen much. Antichrist the movie? No yes, Don't seek it out It's not Don't it's, But I heard it's a f- great first date movie No is it not <laughs> <laughs> It's not a great first date movie Okay um, Gateway's showing it But we're like purposely skipping it Because both of us have seen it And are both like Don't need to go again Question two I'll Okay. It'll fuck you up. Um, <laughs> this is from this is five stars from the person Carrot is their username. I guess it's K A I R I T. Five stars. They like this movie. Um, and the review is, this isn't even horror. This is that's just how straight people are. Beep. Oh, Molly. It, that's from this. Yes. That's hands down that's a review correct. of this movie. That's a review. <laughs> that's the best review of oh, all exactly. time. Well, wow, really, really understood. People are. You really understood this movie. Okay. Um. So Molly has one point. Yeah. Um. And I guess Sam has one point because Molly By got default, one wrong. By default, yeah. 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 Okay. So next one. This is five stars from Burton. Um. They say. 
Startling, eerie, and drenched in irony, this is the product of a truly brilliant filmic mind. The actors play like slick cogs in a faultless machine. Delicious cinema. Buzz. Yes. It's not this movie. You're correct. It is a review of Barbarian Sound Studio. Not familiar with that film. Never seen it. I mean, you've told me about it, but yeah. I, I don't Did he know. say slick cogs? Slick, slick cogs. cogs. I am going to go on the dark web and hire a hitman. <laughs> what, what's the squelching? I should never have had to hear that. <laughs> Similar to squelching, <laughs> which has come up in more movies than we wanted it to. Squelching! squelching! Why is that such a common word? In only two movies, but... That's more than more you than, want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Too, uh, too many. Three and a half stars. This is a review from Brat Pitt. Um, and it, the review <laughs> is... Kill Bill's sexist cousin. <laughs> Kill Bill is sexist. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's kind I'm of. I'm gonna say gun. no. It's not related. Okay, you're correct. Molly's correct. This is a review of Old Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't even seen Old Boy, but I know enough to know that that's fucking incredible. Um, by the way, by the way, uh, I picked out all of these reviews before I watched the movie Possession, so <laughs> I don't know if they're like easy wait, or hard. Pause though. Would you consider Old Boy to be sexist? Oh wait, no. I mean, this yeah. movie is sexist. Old Boy. No, wait. no, no, no. Kill Bill's sexist cousin is a review of Old oh, Boy. Yeah. I don't know. Old Boy is kind of sexist. There's a part where the dude sexually assaults the woman and she's like oh no i'm sorry i just wasn't ready yeah you're right you're right yeah it's a little sexist it's definitely problematic still would recommend you see old boy if you want like plot plot twists of your lifetime okay here's a here's so this is a review from lily l-i-l-y how'd Um, they score that name (laughs) i don't know um this is four stars and it says that was good and i never want to see it again definitely this movie wrong what (laughs) actually no because i definitely want to see this movie it's a review of the movie martyrs from 2008 (laughs) oh we need to do that oh no so wait no we don't need to do that no we're not watching martyrs i'm that's a double veto talks about that movie no we're not sure we shouldn't do it for this so let's just no i don't want to know everyone talks about it because it's very hard to watch okay yeah Yeah, it's like curious yeah no I don't. I don't want to watch, watch it, it for this. No, no, no. I don't want to watch it for this. We can I'm watch it. I'm curious to like personally. Yeah. Are we talking like Baskin level, like hard to watch, or like I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so here's Baskin before we have. Uh, how, wait. So what are Molly the points right now? Winning. Molly I'm, has I like have, three, 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 three points. Two of them because you got two wrong. Yeah. And then you have one. Two. Okay. Two. One. Molly has four points. I have one. Okay, okay, four to one. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, uh, so this is a review from Andre de Nervo, um, and it just says bro and five stars. Oh, um, that's for this movie. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's a hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh I mean, Molly's winning this. Yeah, Molly but, definitely won. Um, I'll just keep going because i have more so <laughs> this is four and a half stars they like the movie it's a review from adrian with the popcorn emoji and it says they could lock me up for 15 years and make me watch this every day and i would be fine with it no that's not from this that's correct that's from a review of old boy <laughs> jesus why does it sound like old boy so much i was hoping it'd be a oh that's the plot of- point because he's in yeah, prison yeah, yeah. for 15 years i was hoping years, it'd be yeah. a review of detective pikachu oh 
I can watch that okay. movie every day. Um, one more. Th- uh, wait, no, three more. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> this is from Naughty, aka Julie Norwood. Um, they gave it five stars, and this is just the first line of the review. I'm not reading the rest of it. Um, the first line is, "Do not!" Exclamation point. I repeat. Exclamation point. Do not take chicks to this on a first date. Exclamation point. Buzz. Yes. It's not this. That's correct. It's, it's from Martyrs. No, it's a review of the movie Irreversible from don't, 2002. Don't know what that is. I don't either, but yeah, that's the review. Okay, uh, second to last one. <laughs> uh, this is four stars. They liked it. It's a review from The Ron. Holy shit, it didn't take long. This film to go batshit crazy and i fucking loved every minute of it it is one of the more unique horror films i've seen and i recommend to anyone who can stomach it no it's not that you're correct is it from your next no it's from (laughs) martyrs oh jesus i had like four movies (laughs) okay last (laughs) question from old boy and two from martyrs (laughs) last question okay okay this is a one star review yes um it's from logan van winkle and Mm -hmm. it says i couldn't explain this movie to you if i tried daddy yeah it's from this you're wrong (laughs) it's from old boy (laughs) nope it's not from old boy it's from the movie serenity (laughs) Starring Matthew McConaughey. Boy, do I hate that movie, but I love it. It's on my like 2019 hoardiest films, but I don't like the movie. Yeah, Serenity, bad movie, makes no sense and uh, does not relate to this. But we should add that to the recommendations. So I guess Molly won the trivia. But did she when it comes to this film? I definitely didn't win. You definitely won the trivia. All right, read your facts, boy. So, some of the facts: this was filmed in what in Germany. Um, uh, like, hold on, let me in Berlin? go back to IMDb. So, <laughs> reportedly, the writer Andrzej Zulowski. <laughs> Great pronunciation, babe. Um, he said that he penned the film screenplay during a divorce he was going through. This um, that makes complete yeah. sense. Uh, Sam Neill once cited Possession as his personal favorite of all the films he's been in. Um, he's been in Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> and Possession was still his favorite. Uh, this movie was like cut down to ninety-seven minutes in the U.S. Um, and it You're was also we, cut. We watched the extended cut. We watched the original cut. Okay. Um, the original original cut. Like, as in the director's cut. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, in the in the UK, it was banned until, like, 1999. <laughs> That's Wh- great. Why? Um, it was banned as a video nasty, and then they approved it in 1999. It's my new name on Twitter. I'm this, calling it. This is a video, video nasty. <laughs> so, okay, this is a quote from... Video nasty? <laughs> That's awesome. It is. This is a quote from the actress who um, plays the main character. Her name is Isabel Ajani. Um, she says, Possession is only the type of film you can do when you are young. He is a director that makes you sink into his world of darkness and his demons. It's okay when you are young because you are excited to go there. His movies are very special, but they totally focus on women as if they are lilies. It was quite amazing film to do, but I got bruised inside out. 
it was exciting to do. It was no bones broken, but it was like, how or why did I do that? I don't think any other actress ever did two films with him. This is, that's actually, okay, so the whole time we were watching this movie, I was thinking, I was like, what, like, how is she not bigger or something? Because she was, like, acting the shit out of this movie, like, doing some fucking crazy shit, and I was like, is she all right? And so that that quote makes complete sense in the context of this film. Okay, Um, this movie is a French-West German co-production. It's filmed in English with a Polish director, a Kiwi main male lead actor from New Zealand, Sam Neill, mm-hmm. um, mostly German actors in supporting roles, and the French female lead is French. So where is it set? That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's all... But where's it is set? Is it set in Germany? I feel like um, it might be Germany. Like, it was shot place. in West Berlin. Yeah, that's where... Like, but, like, where does the movie take place? Nobody in this movie is British, yet I'm convinced it's set in Britain. Oh, it definitely is. It is not set in Britain. West Berlin. We they really talk about to... Strasse, like Sturgeon Strasse or whatever. Okay. Okay. It's definitely oh, set okay. in. We need to just look at the police car and figure out which language that's in. No, like there's a part where I'm like, here's an example. And then um, uh, like literally it said like Berliner okay. something. I'll accept that. So it's definitely like set in Berlin. But yeah, that those tracks. are the main, that's all the trivia, the main trivia I had. Okay, so <sighs> normally we would move on to our recap where we recap things in seven minutes. And sorry to break form, but like, oh my God, we can't. We can't recap this movie. I'm, I'm honestly asking you guys, do you want to do a recap? I think um, uh, we shouldn't do a recap. We absolutely should not. We should not. But we should like Let them talk lie. through the like major points. Yeah. Not try our traditional recap. Yeah. But just kind of be like, this happens. It's like there's no way. Yeah, we can't. It's it's, it's too much of a like an art house movie. Like a lot happens, and a lo- it's like it's more about. Even if you ask, like me, the plot is very complex. If you ask me to like just say things that happen in sequential order as much as you can remember it, I, I can't. It's very. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. It's I, so we're not gonna do our normal recap, but I think we should go through like the major ideas. Yeah. A we brief outline. Yeah. A brief outline, yes. So it's basically this guy comes back. I was gonna do it. I know and I what you were about myself. to do. I stopped it. <laughs> um, uh, and he says that he was coming back from the war, but we don't know exactly what he was doing. But yeah. he was has been traveling. He comes back to meet his wife. What war? We don't know. We don't know. Um, what war was happening in eighty one? Was Vietnam ending? No. In Germany. No. no, that's not no, right. No, no, he he comes back, um, but like he's he's like a either a spy or he's doing some something kind of weird. intelligent shit. Yeah, because he meets with his bosses and like he's talking very cryptically. Um, In but a bonkers anyway, direction scene. Anyway, so he comes back and he finds out his wife has been cheating on him while he's gone, um, 
and their love has gone cold. Yeah, she's intertwined her soul with somebody else. This song inspired Maddie Healy to write somebody else. What if you like? You can't tell me otherwise. What if you like researched it and he mentioned this somewhere? I would have to quit enjoying the band's music. No, listen to me. She has. Boy, did she? And <laughs> she literally did. Yeah. I. Uh, that's my conspiracy. So she, uh, um, she that like stops like coming around the house, coming around the apartment a lot, and she's like, okay. Eventually, she calls him, and she's like, we're done. Uh, and then he gets like really possessive over her. A lot of fighting. They they do a lot of fighting. Um, he like goes and meets uh her boyfriend, lover. who her is lover. like bananas. Heinrich. Heinrich. Crazy. He's, he's like a weird poly bisexual man kung fu fighting who's also german he has goals yeah well no well, up until no. that one no. scene he's in, not goals no but he, i, I want to like, redact that in the first scene though it's i don't i don't even want to defend it he's, he's not so, well, the he's first time he shows up he's so very crazy. impressive he's like there's a lot of like sexual chemistry between the two male leads i think that's just because sam neil in this movie emits like a lot of he but fucks. it's it's abs- it's also because Heinrich definitely well, yeah. wants to fuck him. I just really believe Heinrich in Sam Neill. Heinrich lives with his mom and he has and sex with the girl. His mom Anna. is completely fine with all of it. Yeah, just in the same house as his mom, and his mom knows and she's cool with it. He also has secretly a wife and child in Cincinnati. <laughs> That was the best part of this movie. Like this movie set in what fucking like Berlin. Yeah. They live in Cincinnati, Ohio. And for anybody who's like listening, like we live in Columbus, Ohio. So we get really excited when we talk about Ohio. We screamed. (laughs) It's been this one. The last one talked about Cleveland. Like it's like, why? Why are all these movies referencing Ohio? Ohio is the most mundane place you can reference. That's why. Ohio sucks. (laughs) Meanwhile, um, the wife whose name is Anna. I don't. Anna. We haven't mentioned the main guy. She's Sam like Neill's character is losing her shit. She's losing her shit, but she also like is not like nobody knows where she's hanging out because yeah. Sam Neill's trying to find her. He goes to her boyfriend's house. He like she's not there. She he calls like her best friend Margie, mm-hmm. and Margie hasn't seen her. Um, so like Anna's definitely doing some shit on her own. So Sam Neill goes. Sam Neill's character's name is Mark. Mark goes and hires a private detective agency to figure out what's going on with her. Um, and she's like just in her apartment and like she's been saying like really weird things. Yeah. And, like, Neglecting their child. Yeah. Like doing really like erratic things. She's, yeah. Acting very weird. She like cuts her own neck. neck oh. And she's um, like it didn't in hurt. In one scene with like a meat cutter. And like an he, electric knife. Like Yeah. And then he like cuts his arms after he cuts his arms just out. to test it out and he like she's like yeah it doesn't hurt right and he's like yeah um it's weird it's very like this movie nothing's literal it, it's an art movie like it's the way they act is very like dis dis detached you you said right? it was like watching a play it was like we'll go into that later that was partially because of the script but anyway so um uh, the detectives that um, Mark hires find out that um, she is living in her own apartment on some Sturgeonstrasse or whatever. Um, and 
so the detective goes there. He sees like in one of her rooms, there's this weird creature and then she kills him. She kills the detective. Uh, meanwhile, Sam Neill's character is just, oh, he goes to the kid's school. They have a kid. The teacher. They have a kid named Bob. He goes, takes, he's taking care of Bob now. Um, and Bob, he goes to Bob's school and the teacher looks exactly like the wife, except Uh, she has red hair and very, very green, piercing green eyes. That girl had the like greenest, like brightest green eyes I've ever seen. She had um, bright bl- uh, snow white hair and no. glowing green eyes. Nope. <laughs> she had you know what red I'm talking hair. about, right? No. Dave Phantom. Oh my god! <laughs> it's snow white hair and glowing green eyes. You watch Danny Phantom? No. <gasps> A shame. Anyways, continue. So she um the the <laughs> he feels nothing. We find out <laughs> I later. I mean, we find out personally that the the teacher is played by the same actress as the mom. And she looks exactly like the mom. And it confuses Mark. Anyway, so, like, just shit happens. There's a part where, um, like, Mark gets a film reel um, just delivered to his doorstep. And, she's and he watches it. Shit. And she's, like, hits his wife teaching, like, some sort of ballet class and acting really weird. Also, she and kills another PI. Abusive. Oh, she does kill another PI. Um, she's acting abusive to her student. And then she's, like uh yeah like now that student's gonna come back and uh want to be better or something like that and she talks about how faith and chance are the two sisters that are ruling over her life and then it cuts to her she's back in the apartment she's talking to mark and she's like talking very weirdly and then there's a flashback she's of talking her about, like giving birth to like Faith she had a miscarrying chance. Miscarrying faith. Yeah, it cuts to a flashback of her like walking out of a train. And this is the scene that I'm like, this actress is like fucking like dedicated. Yeah, she's in a subway station and she just like starts like uh shaking convulsing. and convulsing and like acting like really weird. And then like uh she like uh what's the term? What's goop? She no, starts excreting. Just like the way goop. she's like very acting, very erratic and jerking around. Oh, she's like, like just, convulsing. Just like it's like she's having some her, kind of like episode. Yeah, she's like having some sort of like fit, seizure, like seizure kind of. Um, and then at the end, she like sits down and like all this like liquid just leaks out of her, and it, it like we can't even see like where it's coming from. Like she's some oozing. of it's from her mouth, some of it's just coming through like from behind her neck and then there's like a puddle of like red and green and white liquid just like around her and she just like it cuts back to her talking to sam neil and she's like yeah uh that's when i miscarried chance i think it's faith she miscarried faith so she has to rely on chance okay yeah something like that I will say quick. Uh, oh no! I will talk about more later. This movie is really quotable. There are a lot of quotes I really liked. I was like, huh. Yeah. And that was one of them. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't know. I like that whole allegory. So whatever it means, I don't know, but it probably means <laughs> who something. Who fucking knows? What else happens? Um, Heinrich finds out. Heinrich goes to this girl's apartment because he <laughs> wants to have sex with her, and sees then sees the creature. He sees the weird octopus creature, and then she freaks stabs out, him. calls the man. Yeah, and she like stabs him a yeah. few times, and then she uh. 
Heinrich calls. Oh, Sam well, Neil. so Sam Neil it cuts to Sam Neil's house and he gets a call, and he's like, um, "Oh, you're at a bar. Okay, bleed a little bit. I'll be there soon." And then um, the Crank. her son, his son, asks him, "Who was that?" And she, he's like, "Oh, that was mommy." Um, yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. Like it was I'm probably sure Heinrich. Heinrich. He goes to the bu- the bar, talks to Heinrich. Heinrich. And then he like kills, kills Heinrich. Him. Yeah, drowns he him in a toilet. Drowns him in a toilet, um, and then like leaves, goes back to the girl's apartment because the detectives told him where the apartment was. And then he like sets fire to her. Like he starts a fire, burning down the house. Um, uh, he yeah. Um, and the creature isn't there when he goes to yeah, the apartment the creature's empty. not and there the and the wife clean. is not there the apartment's very clean there's like still like the remnants of the dead bodies wait have has she walked no that's coming up and Other then, stuff happens and she walks in on them fucking he no, walks he in that's later home. yeah oh, that's so later. so okay. like he goes to back to his apartment the wife's there and she's like okay uh i don't know she's acting weird she's like putting clothes in the fridge and like getting all the food out of the pantry yeah she's like still kind of having this like fit in this episode yeah yeah she's acting like, really weird um and then she's like, like okay you I take care like, of psychotic. bob like she's having kind of like a break yeah yeah she's like you take care of bob i have to go and then she he like he's like or she's like don't look or something she like doesn't want him to see the yeah. creature she sneaks it out yeah mm-hmm. so she sneaked because it was there and she sneaks it out and then he like uh, he like calls Heinrich's mom he- or Heinrich's mom calls him and is like, where the fuck is Heinrich? Uh, the police had me like check a body and it was Heinrich's body, but, but his, his soul, soul was not there. there. And so where's his soul? And then Sam Neil's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then, uh, so he goes and meets, he goes to somewhere else and like he sees his wife having sex with the creature and, and then, it's like a Cronenberg level yeah, animatronic. It's really it's cool. Well, it's, it's like so, half squid thing. The creature, it the it first like time we tail. see it, like we don't see it very well. The second time we see it, we see it better and it's on a bed and it's very much squid like. It looks like a squid like, with like little tiny see, skinny human legs. Yeah, we see it, it has like the legs, but it, we, it also has like weird squid tentacle arm. arms. Yeah. And then the next time... Uh, when we see it having sex with the woman, it has a well, head and hair. There's and a like moment an where eye. we see it before yeah. where it has like a shark, like the underside right. of a yeah. shark face. Yeah. And then the next time we see it, it's got a human upper half. Upper of. half with hair. And then, but we don't see like the actual, what it looks like. And so, <laughs> so then um, uh, Sam Neill goes to meet Heinrich's mom and Heinrich's mom is like, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. She's like, I can't live without Heinrich or whatever. And she, she kills, like, herself. kills herself. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. She takes like pills, right? She takes pills and like she dies. And then he goes uh, and talks to his previous bosses. Yeah. Which yeah. I did not understand that scene. Which came back out of nowhere. There's like a shootout. I don't Weird. understand. There's a shootout. He escapes on oh, Heinrich's motorcycle. Oh, we forgot that they killed Marge, but that's very minor. Yeah, yeah. Marge. They kill, like, every, like, secondary character in this yeah. movie. And then he, there's a shootout, and then, like, he runs up some stairs, and then he sees the wife, uh, and then 
he like gets shot and then the wife gets shot gets shot and the, but the wife walks up the stairs and reveals that there's another man with her and that man is the fully formed creature that looks just like sam neil it's sam neil but with Different green eyes, eyes. And yeah. then you realize, oh shit, the teacher who's been kind of lurking in the background, who's the same actress as the wife, um, also has these green eyes. The same you know, eyes. So as it's like assumed. The duplicate. And then yeah. he escapes. Well, there's another the, fucking the real, the real Mark dies and the wife dies and they die like kissing each other. They they get shot by the cops who are also Mark's bosses. Mark's bosses. And um, one of them's wearing pink socks, which is talked about at the beginning, but yeah, we don't we have no idea what we that don't means. Don't know what that means. Um, and then it, uh, like, the other Sam Neil, the duplicate Sam Neil, like, escapes. Um, he sees this random woman, gets her to shoot the couple, and then he like <laughs> stands on her shoulders and climbs out the roof. And then it cuts to the son with the teacher. The teacher who is the duplicate yeah. mm-hmm. main woman. And the son's like freaking out. Like, don't let him in. Don't the, let him in. There's a knock on the door and the son's like, don't open it. Don't open it. And he goes upstairs and then gets into the bathtub. And like, he like lies face down in the bathtub. So it's like, maybe he drowns. He drowns himself. Yeah. And also, by the way, this whole time, the son has been making the siren noise, like, just when he's playing. He just makes the the siren noise. And then at the end, it ends with him, like, lying face down in the tub that's full of water. And the background noise is the sirens. Yeah. And oh. then it cuts to, it ends with a shot of the teacher um, just standing in front of the door. And she's facing away from the door. And behind her is the door. And the door has some sort of like translucent glass. And you see uh, the other Sam Neill's form in the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it ends with a shot of just her face. Yeah. And the sirens in the background. Yeah. So. That is literally that the is bones as, of this movie. That's as good as it's going to get. Like. Yeah. This movie feels like forever because, like, that is just the basic plot. Like, it's so much other so, stuff happens. So crazy. Yeah, it's it's very much an art house movie. Absolutely. Like, it's more this about is the most artsy film I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's more about like the feeling and the direction and the mm-hmm. script and stuff so, than the actual plot. I will say, I at first was really like. I'm baffled by it, but then as we were going through the recap, I kind of, I don't want to say I get the movie, because I don't. Yeah. But it does make more sense to me than I thought it did, Um, just because, especially knowing that the writer was going through a divorce when he wrote this, and being a child of divorce, um... I don't know the exact emotions that you go through with divorce, but like witnessing it uh, um, with a couple that was not very happy through their divorce. I will say that like, it's weird, but it makes sense. It makes sense. It's like, I feel like there's a lot of, um, has to do with like who you move on to um, and like a kind of a change you go through taking on this new like life or partner or something like that i th- i think 
it's definitely fucking weird and like some of it i really don't get what they're going for but like the general like feel and emotion i got out of it definitely does match what i saw in real life yeah. If that makes sense. That makes sense. But like still, even with that translation, guys, th- <laughs> this movie is bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I said this when we were watching. I can't decide if I loved or if I just like hated the cinematography. I can't tell if the cinematography in this movie is good or bad. <laughs> it's great. It's tricking you. It's amazing. It's great. And how it was directed. Right. I think you said I think I love it. There's some shots that so, make no yeah. sense to me, and like I'm like, ugh, why do they do that? But then having seen the whole movie, I'm like, I love it. It's so good. So some shots were so good, so yeah, pretty. It the cinematography is very unique and that's like it's one the of the editing things is too the editing yeah. is whack so cinematography i'll give it this it's stressful and effective mm. editing what the fuck it's whack <laughs> it's so, so crazy okay so the first time where we like noticed the cine- cinematography was when he was meeting it's the uh <laughs> one of the opening scenes where he's meeting with his bosses um and th- th- it's like he- he's in a very big room <laughs> Um, the bosses are all like on a table in one corner and he's sitting like really close to them. The camera is just moving around the room. It is so distracting. It zooms in and then it zooms out and then it goes across the table. The shot is so distracting. They make this room so open so they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Every shot is moving. Calm down. It's like moving a lot, and that's a very common theme in this movie. The camera just moves for no reason. It's either it's either handheld, or it's just like moving like in a specific it, pattern. The they rented a dolly, and they were like, "We're gonna get our money's yeah, worth." Like, the camera yeah. never stops. It's either panning or zooming. Like I don't think there's a still shot in this movie. There is, and you know there what there is. Are. It's when you're looking down and you have to like read the note for exposition <laughs> that the wife left. I, the say, wife, I think when yeah. you see the monster too, it's very still. Yeah, there are a few still shots, um, but most of it is either like handheld or moving or like close-ups on people's faces. So um, it's like really weird yeah. to look at visually. I I mean I feel like they were definitely part of it was definitely like building like to freak you out like to put you in the state of um just like tense oh yeah it was like stressed out stressful incredibly stressful it's and i i really like that i like even from the opening moments of this movie i'm like oh my god i already love this movie you did you liked it right away yeah just because of the feeling it's like already just based on the camera work i feel like like they're already giving me feelings (laughs) Like, and I didn't, and then now having watched it, I get it. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. I like it a lot now. Um, So, I don't know if you guys went through the same, like, kind of roller coaster as I did, but, like, I'm not, like, the first, like, hour 20 of this movie, I was like, this is not a horror film. Like, it's just, like, a really weird, lynchy, dramatic film. Like, I don't really, like, I don't understand why people are calling it a horror film and then it kind of reaches the point where you really see like the monster and like her actions and you're like oh wait yeah this is a horror film Mm -hmm. but it it took so long did you guys feel the same way like were you like doubting it's horror until or did you feel the horrorness earlier 
I was kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, if that makes sense. Because you told me it was a horror movie, and I was yeah. Sure, like, if it was going to be kind of like how we watched The Crow, and it, The Crow is not a horror movie, but um, right. if it was going to be like that, and it was just like, oh, it's kind of adjacent, whatever. But no, like they, it did take a while, but then like once it like happened, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Well, I expected it to be more of like a cult, culty. Yeah. Like she's involved in like some sort of demonic cult or satanic cult. And um, so I, I expected more of that angle. Um, so like when it started, it's about like he's very suspicious of her and no one knows what's going on. And I, I was like, oh, this is just set up and we're going to find out that she has been doing human sacrifices. Even after the first murder, we were she, like, yeah, yeah, she kind of has been doing human sacrifices, but she's sacrificing them to this weird <laughs> octopus monster. And it's not like specified, like what any of that is oh, meant no. for. I kind of took it as that. I think it was just protection for the monster. I don't think that the monster was consuming them in any way because all those body parts and stuff were like in the fridge. And I don't think the monster was consuming them. I That's do. just me. I do. You do? I, mm-hmm. I sort of do as well. Because she's talking monster, about how we're all meat. She, well, yeah. she True, she, but I don't also, say it. <laughs> like, vaguely, I vaguely remember a part where she's like talking about um, something like... Con- consuming or like him con- the monster consuming people or there's Maybe. some like vague line where she talked about feeding the monster or something like that Maybe I missed it but like I didn't read it like that This yeah. movie's also very very religious <laughs> No like very explicitly it's religious it's, it's weird. very weirdly religious Yeah they the do talk like, about God a lot Do you fear God and he's like no God's a disease yeah. Oh Heinrich is saying you do you fear God and Mark says no God's a disease and then she goes to a church and is like crying looking at this um yeah. statue of jesus and then that's and right before her miscarriage right so as it's, she calls it well, and it's a miscarriage it's of, faith, of faith so she has to depend on chance yeah, yeah. i guess you're right it there's is a good. lot of like there, religious subtext there is a and lot of tones yeah religious explicit. stuff and i think even the mom the heinrich's mom mentions something about god or other i, I wanna, don't know i want to look into that i think before our morning after i'm going to do some research about like yeah i religious also implications. want to as well because i'm not religious so i don't know a lot but like it's definitely giving me some kind of like like a lot of this feels like it's like an allegory for something else and it might be right religious like and well, like it, the whole creation aspect of like creating this yeah. monster and it also being about like a marriage crumbling apart like especially if you're going to look into christianity or like specifically like catholicism like religion and marriage are like pretty sacred they kind of go hand in hand like when especially whenever you're deep in a religion like a marriage crumbling is probably like the worst hell mm-hmm. not the worst right. hell but like it's like it's wrong you know and so like it makes yeah. sense that they would put marriage with something like this and it's called possession and that has demonic yeah. implications so, right like, there it's definitely something i don't get it yet right. i want to i'm gonna look into it yeah but i just wanted to say that. it's like interesting i thought i will say i don't like when movies go like really like ham-fisted over like religious yeah whatever but i thought this movie was cool i mean you did it. bring up how religion or like christianity oh, I slaps i love <laughs> redact that statement <laughs> i brought it up the that i appreciate aesthetics. the aesthetics yeah. of um specifically catholicism but also religion in general churches are cool well i'm not gonna cathedrals go on are cool churches are boring yeah cathedrals are very dope and like temples and all that 
I don't want to go into a really like a whole thing about religion. Right. I'll say it to you guys later. Yeah, I mean like Not religion we'll say like religion has inspired some really good art. Oh um, yeah, the art and history behind like yeah. religious art is cool. Yeah. But it's also inspired murder. <laughs> right. <laughs> and genocide. Um, Maybe Carl Mikes. Carl Mikes. Carl Marx. Carl Marx was right when he said Carl <laughs> religion Mikes. is the opiate of the masses. Am I right? Literally. Hey, leftist Twitter promo <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> Carl um, Mikes, baby. <laughs> one thing I wanted to talk about was the script specifically. Good lord, yes. Um, so like as this movie was starting, I was like, this feels very much like a play. This feels so much like a play. Yeah, it really does. It's so weird. Maybe it's just the way they're acting. But the lines also... Ugh. What you want to it's the 100%. Guys, I love this movie. What you doing? And like later, I... I thought more specifically it feels like a Shakespearean play, but in the sense that it's the rhythm. It's also like when you watch like something like an adaptation of Shakespeare and they're using the original Shakespeare script. It's like the language is you don't understand it Mm -hmm. immediately, but you do understand the feeling and like the way they're talking and the lines are just like they're like slightly off in the sense yeah. that like they're like you'd have to analyze it to understand it but it's like understandable in like a feeling a, a sense. feeling sense that is such a good right? take well, holy shit <laughs> so i've listened to like a whole three episodes of chop bard yeah but like in the like one of the episodes i listened to um he has like a reviewer write in and they essentially said that about shakespeare it's like you don't have to be smart and understand the language they were like if you actually just like pay attention like you'll get it right and that's exactly the same here yeah Yeah. so it it really does translate Mm -hmm. very shakespearean when i did my uh, shakespearean film class he was like yeah don't worry about understanding every word just like read it and we'll you'll get you'll get yeah yeah and we'll talk about it and like all that It, it is just about like getting the story not so much understanding this word means this and yeah. it also right. means this. and that's how they teach you in high like did you do shakespeare in high school where they were yeah, like yeah. and this word is this and this is why it's important they like, would pack every Wherefore word means why yeah and, and it made it insufferable to learn but like as an adult if you like learn about shakespeare and stuff it's really is more interesting as an adult when you can either do like loosely guided or like just on your own right but i will right. say i guarantee if you looked into like literal word like translations and like meanings and like the way that they say these things to each other i bet like you could if you just analyze like a minute of dialogue in this you'd probably be like oh my god this means this is this this fine yeah of possession you'd probably find like a lot of meaning in just like a minute of dialogue or you could just not and still get like a totally like comprehensive meaning out I think, of it. I want to well, know about the socks, man. That's the socks me is out. driving me insane. <laughs> I think part of it is because they just drop you in the middle of the story, um, and nobody ever like everyone talks um, as if they're referencing an event, but they don't ever yeah. explain what the event was. Oh so God. like when it starts, they're like, um, "Was it you, or did I do it?" Or, um, 
I thought it was my fault. Or And they, they just talk in a way like that where it's like something happened here, but I don't know what it you was. You hope it was a miracle. I, I'm just it like, probably yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I think about that a lot. I'm just missing some context. And if I like had the context, I could completely understand this conversation. But the the way they like let it flow it's like i'm just missing some context on this conversation to kind you know? of connect and the back whole to movie that. is like that uh, and that's why i think um and we brought this up a couple times this movie also very much reminded us all of david lynch are we sure david lynch didn't direct this no he, he absolutely did <laughs> this is like a pen name you know yeah I uh, I actually have never seen a David Lynch. I've only really? seen Anything. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh my god! But like okay. even just that, I have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. Molly's gonna go, go ham. I, this is this is my time. This is my time to shine. <laughs> oh god, we have to cut that. This is fucking horrible. I hate that I've seen as much David Lynch as I have. I'm jealous. God damn it! No, don't be. I fe- I feel like an asshole. No, but it's interesting that you like kind of because um I watched this movie called Inland Empire. Yeah, and it's. That's one of my recommendations, um, but don't watch it because it's three hours long and it's really, really hard to sit through. It. <laughs> it took me three days to watch. I would watch an hour at a time and I would just like take a break because I right. just couldn't sit through it. But it, it's like similar, like you're in this event and you're like, okay, whatever. And then yeah. um, eventually at the end, it all kind of relates back to itself and right. you're like, oh God, like I get it, but you don't because like I, you can't, you know, it's like... Ugh. I don't understand that movie, you know, but like some stuff like you're like, okay, so this is what was going on then. And like that a little bit, you can like piece together. Right. So it is weird. It's like that. I would say Inland Empire is a good one. Mulholland Drive also does that. And I would say Mulholland Drive's, I hate that I'm going to say this. It's more accessible to watch. (laughs) No, I'm like being dead serious. Um, It's an easier script. Right. um, Easier. But like, I would say Inland Empire more relates to like if you like this movie you might like inland empire yeah it was very 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 hard to get through though okay but yeah oh that's so, so like what like what um what about david lynch films do you feel like was similar to this i will say the whole like pink socks thing really like also sealed the deal for me and i would keep talking about that but at the beginning they say the subject was wearing pink socks and it's like this throwaway you're like what the hell yeah and then at the end one of the characters is wearing pink socks as he call- like climbs up the stairs right and like what the hell is he the subject what does that mean yeah and that's like some david lynch bullshit that he would throw right. in i would also say just like visually a little bit maybe not but like it did remind me visually the shot of some of his movies barely stuff i know about him yeah i agree visually and Very also similar. just like the story like something in mostly when it relates to um the wife like this woman kind of coming undone mentally as right. she's like discovering all the stuff and like there's this whole like mystery behind everything yeah and so i would honestly say if like david lynch did a horror movie this is what it would look like okay a little bit yeah and i hate to say that because someone who like actually knows a lot about david lynch is gonna like slaughter me in the comments <laughs> in closing for david lynch god is gay elaborate on that no (laughs) (laughs) is that real yeah okay i think i want to believe it's real people edit it i think that's the real one i hope so (laughs) okay god is gay (laughs) no No. 
Um, Does that mean Mr. Ratburn by default is God? Absolutely. <laughs> so talking about the script and stuff and how this was play like and everything, um, something that I fixated on through pretty much the whole film, and I brought it up a couple times, is the blocking. Okay, so I know we keep saying this is like a play, but like they had to have rehearsed blocking for this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like fucking crazy. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot of motion between the characters. Because like with the camera motion, also like a lot of the characters, like they're either completely still or like moving a fucking lot. And right. when they're moving a lot, it's like perfectly coordinated. And like a lot of times they're moving like opposite motion of the camera, mm-hmm. I, which I noticed Ooh, a lot. Okay. Like if the with camera, Heinrich, yeah. especially. Well, and then there's like this one moment where um, Mark is like panicking in his kitchen, <gasps> and I, yeah. he's moving for the most part like. Like, it, I don't know if this is exactly right, but, like, if the camera was moving, like, counterclockwise, he was mostly moving clockwise. Okay. And I just, like, it was, it goes along with kind of how the camera movement, like, really um, unsettles you. Like, just the constant movement and thrashing around also, like, worried me the whole time. And, like, a lot of times it was just so aggressive that I was like, calm, you're going to fucking hurt yourself. Like, <laughs> chill. Yeah. And that was, like, kind of the point. But, like the amount of like rehearsal that they had to do was it's just very much like a play like i feel like this production was treated like a play and then they just threw the cameras in and were like we're also gonna go fucking ham with these cameras but like i feel like they weirdly act without acknowledgement of the camera except for the moments where they she was like looking directly into the camera but like other than that well it's like weirdly like they're like the parts separate things there was a part where she was looking at the yeah, camera yeah. but that but was that also was like a home video yeah that was part of the film reel that mark was yeah watching so like i feel like for the most part they almost existed as like two different things it was just like it like baffled me because the camera work was crazy but like i was more fixated on like the way they were like moving through their space because it was just like fucking weird but like i really appreciated the amount of work they probably put into it right um uh i'll say like one notable thing for me like in terms of blocking which was like when you pointed it out was the uh scene there's a scene where heinrich shows up at mark's house because he's also looking for anna bonkers um, and heinrich is like uh, he like is acting as if he's on some sort of drugs or something he's like on some opiates or something he's just like moving around like very like he's moving as if he's drunk but like the way he's talking he's not he's like not drunk he's talking like a televangelist yeah 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 Yeah. and but like he's moving around like just like waving his arms and like spinning around and like go walking against the walls like touching the walls and like spinning on uh, on the walls and stuff and like the camera is moving with the two of them and it's sort of like a dance with Heinrich and like uh Sam Neill's character Mark is he he's not moving as uh erratically but like he's definitely moving with Heinrich to like follow him and the camera's moving with them and so that was like a point where you you were like yeah the blocking on this is very interesting mm-hmm. um there's also I don't remember but there was one scene between 
Anna and Mark that they were moving and I was like holy shit the blocking but like that that Heinrich one was really where I was like fuck I'm there's sold. also yeah the first time Heinrich and uh Mark meet yeah they're like <laughs> they're weirdly it like there's so much sexual tension they're like about to fuck mm-hmm. but then they start fighting and then that's also like a different sort of dance because like crazy yeah like because like, Mark starts uh well he he gets like hit in the face a few times and then mark chokes um heinrich and then heinrich like moves his arm in a different way that like hurts mark it's it's just really weird but it's very like very sexually tense i'm curious to know how much of this was just like free-flowing luck and how much of it was like precise like step by step you move here you turn here when this goes like when this person says this you better be facing this direction i would say based on everything about this movie is that the director was probably very hard yeah on actors and yeah that makes sense yeah I'll talk to I Sam. just I would it would not surprise me. Yeah. I also will say every character acts and moves and talks and just operates as if they're in the throes of a manic episode. Yeah. yeah. They're very disconnected like just from their surroundings kind of. It's crazy and everyone's like insane there's they, like they, and not in like the like rude way like the, everyone is like actually yeah, like yeah. not they're mentally just, there. They're just like dealing with their own like the personal conflict that they're having with whoever they're having or even if it's internal and then it's like the whole world is just gone to them it's just like whatever they're feeling and expressing that is exactly what they're letting out and they don't give a shit about anything else yeah emotions on level 10 yeah yeah they're very emotional but at the same time like in a lot of scenes it feels like they're talking past each other because like they're not talking to the other person in the scene they're definitely just like expressing all their emotions but it like feels like it's going past the other person and they're not like do you know what i mean does that make sense no absolutely yeah yeah and that's why i want to read the script and i want to read about like if someone's done analyses on like interviews like i want to really like deep dive into this yeah i'm sure there's stuff we're missing right and it's there's this and this is again why it reminds me of a david lynch operation is um sometimes like there's dialogue and like it's like that like characters are saying things right but they're not talking to each other yeah but they are but they're not right so there's like a disconnect yeah and it's exactly like to go back it's like that scene with heinrich he's just like saying things but like it's not connected but it probably means something but we don't know what it means right Right. (sighs) um i wish i could think of a like more specific example in a david lynch movie where this happens What's our running time? So we're at like 56 minutes before we go into our normal segments, which again, who knows what that's going to be like, but, um, uh, I wanted to talk about, um, there were a lot of like really beautiful shots in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I absolutely love the cinematography. We already talked about it a little bit. Um, but like specifically I wanted to talk about, there was like a shot where, um, the second detective comes up to uh Anna's <laughs> apartment and then there's a shot where he dies like she shoots him and I thought then- you were gonna talk about him passing the door frame and then there was like the weird like do you know what I'm talking about? Where we were like all cackling when we saw it. Oh, there's that. Okay, so there's a part where like he like is trying to not be suspicious. Okay, first of all, both the detectives in this movie suck. Terrible detectives. They, they're various 
very obvious when they're following the, the woman and they're very like clearly like the most suspicious detectives that you would see anyway there's a um he like is uh walking up to uh, go into the apartment and then she like right as he's about to go in she like walks out she like opens the door to walk out and he like just turns immediately and walks past the doorway as if he was just like trying to walk past but it's like the the most awkward way the, you can do it was it. so comical it's like very much like oh shit i don't want to <laughs> be here but then um after that he like eventually goes up to her apartment and then she kills him and there's a shot of her like standing facing him he's against the wall she like shoots him and he's like like drops to his knees in a very like strange form right i really noticed how he like fell it was really weird there's a door right next to him and like just the the way the shot is Mm -hmm. set up i thought like like, the light was just so beautiful the like light from the door but also like combined with her on the one side and him on the other side it was just so beautiful do you, know you unrelated really, do you guys think you could either watch um Mulholland drive or blue velvet oh i could probably oh, watch yeah, before yeah. we before? do a morning after oh yeah before yeah yeah yeah, yeah probably yeah. not morning after probably until not next for weekend. a while i want yeah. you to watch one of the two okay, we'll okay. yeah and then come back and like just like come back with your thoughts on that got it yeah um do you want to know what my favorite shot was yes the shot we paused on for our pee break i gotta pee hold on we might see his dick ass oh (laughs) i almost said sam elliott that's not his name sam i would kill for that (laughs) we rewound it to see if you could see if he hangs dong or not because we're awful people for a millisecond wait can you rewind a little bit i have a feeling we're gonna get a cut to his dick for a millis- there's like a millisecond of shadowy Shadow. dong <laughs> but you see his ass for for a minute there well, and it's great longer if you pause if like you pause, we which we did which was not intentional on our part yeah. we just happened well, to pee right there right sam's and a liar <laughs> <laughs> but not that wasn't we really, definitely like, intentionally rewound it to really make sure. everyone went up to the bathroom had a quick nut came back <laughs> we finished the movie really really well done nude scene okay it was yes. tastefully done <laughs> Tasteful. This movie does have very tasteful nudity. <laughs> I will say, I don't, I try my best to remember by the morning after when I've sobered up a little bit, but I, I do know my favorite shot did involve Sam Neill, but it wasn't that. <laughs> oh, it'll come to me. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I wanted to bring up that this movie, like, the color in it is very, like, 70s. Yeah. Like, slash Yo, oh, hell yeah. Early 80s color, but I also thought, like, the way they, like, m- like did the shots it was like really interesting and like very unique and different from how we've seen other movies from this time period a unique look definitely yeah the subway where she's like running through the subway and the detective's chasing her and then she's on the train oh yeah when she got on that was a very good good shot shot. you definitely like brought that up i did that was i think that was one of my favorites right I also I want to watch because I was like I I was skimming through some like kind of facts about this movie trying to find the budget I couldn't find the budget but it grossed like two hundred thirty some thousand dollars on opening weekend at oh. Cannes not a lot of money huh. and it's like a million worldwide okay in box office I'm grosses. actually yeah. I'm not shocked by that I'm that not at sense. all but um well how much is that in modern I, I mean know. I mean inflation's well, not that much it didn't make a lot of money 
Yeah. I mean, inflation's quite a bit, but like a probably million dollars isn't going to gonna turn into that much more. Right. I it's, think it's no Avengers. <laughs> but I want to rewatch it. Yeah, but it. it's not supposed to be Avengers. Like, did it make as much as, say, like, It Follows? Did It you Follows know? make a lot of money? I don't think It, I don't it think Follows so. got released very widely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it probably made, like, a good amount for, like, a indie. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, a very art house movie. I, I want to rewatch it. Um, Apparently, because it's filmed in Berlin. Um, you can see the Berlin Wall. Yeah. And parts of it. And I don't know what the berlin wall looks like right i don't know but either. apparently it's in the movie okay yeah maybe there's like i'm gonna say there's a 50 percent chance when did the when did the wall come down 91 okay so right. yeah this was yeah yes and it came they down definitely the 90s. talk about uh or at least in the credits it's mentioned like west germany oh yeah that's oh west yeah you berlin. said that that's crazy yeah. it's filmed in west germany um, I'm gonna look it up on Ecosia oh, at the moment. The main chick. I have 23 searches. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. The main chick, uh, Isabella, Isabel uh, Johnny. Johnny. She won Best Actress at Cannes. Okay, yeah, I think for I this that movie, yeah, well. hell yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, she acted oh. the shit out she of it. She did. She acted the fuck out she of this movie. She deserved that prize. It was 1989. Did the wall came down? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the 90s. Okay. Wait. They opened in November 89. Demolition began on the 13th of June 1990 and finished in 1992. Okay, that makes sense. That that tracks. Okay. So. But yeah, demolished in like 89 and then like it finished by 92. Uh, so let's do our normal segments. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> well, okay, first of all. No. Where Why? am I in this film? <laughs> We're not. Okay. Am I Bob? I don't think we I can. feel like I'm Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, witnessing this. Well, yeah, you talked about being the child yeah, of divorce. I guess I, guess I, guess I would you be are Bob. Bob. <laughs> I didn't float around in a bathtub like that, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's like no one that's no relatable at all. You're the the PI. <laughs> yeah, maybe the PI. I'm just trying to find an outside character. Uh, maybe one of the bosses from the whatever Large. he worked for. The guy who wore pink socks. I'm I little Johnny pink socks for sure. <laughs> I relate to Marge because she wants to fuck Sam Neill. Oh, Marge. Yeah. Marge that. was coming on strong. Yeah, she was. With that foot cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was wearing a foot cast. That's I was only wearing <laughs> a foot cast. Like, what a what a choice. I, I want to believe that she just broke her foot. I hope she did. That's <laughs> awesome to me. I hope that's the truth. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I don't relate to any of these characters. Um what would i do if it was me like i'm I'm not even gonna go there i'm I gonna know. i i mean if you're like one of the characters in this film y- y- you die yeah or you don't this this but you, you probably movie gonna die. just doesn't apply to our normal Absolutely standards no. not. we did not know what we were getting into <laughs> yeah. wait did you like know anything about this movie other than the reviews no no harish just picked it at random um, i didn't well, even know what movie okay, we were I watching did, until i it did started. vaguely know sam um, didn't know anything either the octopus thing Oh, you I, did? Well, vaguely, because, like, there's a review on Letterboxd that's like, this is Kramer versus Kramer versus Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Um, So I knew that. And also, like, I read the uh, IMDb Parents Guide just to make sure there wasn't going to be, like, stuff that would be problematic for us. Yeah. And, um, like, I just skimmed over it, and it did mention some sort of squid creature so okay, okay. I, I expected that there would be a squid but we both went into this 
thinking we were getting into like a cult movie like not not a cult genre movie but like a movie about cults yes yeah like uh i expected like some sort of demon summoning or something like that yeah this uh, i think that's the best way to go into this movie blind absolutely blind blind. even though kramer versus kramer versus calamari is the funniest synopsis of this (laughs) going to this movie not knowing anything about like what like don't read about it so even though we just fucking recapped everything well i we'll do this in a minute but like um so what do we want to rate it first of all can we rate it out of squids sure (laughs) (laughs) oh what do you want to rate it i i would give it nine squids um so i am bad at understanding film like it takes me a long time to like try to make sense of just artistic film stuff um so like this is a movie that i feel like um i feel like uh if i want to try to understand a movie it has to connect to me at some level and this is a movie that I definitely want to like try to rewatch and try to understand and try to make sense of and analyze. Whereas like there are other movies that I've seen where I'm like, Ugh, I don't care about what this is. So like for that reason, even though I don't really understand it, I am interested in trying to understand it. And that's why I would give it a nine. And also because of the cinematography and scripts, it was like very entertaining um so i'd give it a nine out of ten squids i also want to give it a nine i was gonna give it an eight but like for some reason i like can't i have to give it like an i just something about it It was just such a crazy like movie but it wasn't like a turnoff that it was like a wild ride you know what i mean it was like the more you watch the more you were like right let's keep this like i gotta see what happens next and also like for me i did see some understanding in it yeah and so it's still very confusing but like personally i think it was a little less confusing because i i parts of it definitely see like where the writer was coming from um but like just absolute bonkers film but like i am just so baffled by what they came up with and it's i'm not an art heart an art house like film person i don't really like a lot of that genre um but like for this one like i just can't explain it it made sense right in, right. in the way that it it doesn't make sense and also sam neil fucks <laughs> i'm reading this thing on reddit that somebody posted that they found this thing on imdb that says the movie's an allegory for divorce and the monster is a project of a product of um the wife's internal guilt, shame, and sexual desires that have been physically manifested into the external reality. The monster evolves into a replicate of her husband, her idealized husband. That's exactly like how I felt yeah. that it was. Just knowing like my own mother's feelings, like yeah. that that just made sense. So I think that's cool. I'll look into some more research. Uh, I give this movie a 10. I really liked it. I want to know more. There's stuff I didn't. Like, I don't know. I don't even want to say that. No, I liked it. 10 out of 10. Good movie. Yeah. I can watch it. I can't explain why I said it at a 9, but I, I 
I firmly sit at a nine. I was going to do a nine, but like, I just want to do a 10 because like nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> you are right about that. Um, so should we go into recommendations? Recommendations, yeah. Uh, I have some. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to start by saying, uh, fucking, I don't want to recommend Lars von Trier, but like the themes of this movie reminded me a lot of the Lars von Trier that I have seen, which is um, Antichrist and um, Nymphomaniac. Okay. Um, A lot of things to do with like sex and like um, Antichrist is about a marriage pretty much falling apart. Right. Uh, A lot of other stuff going on in that movie, but like it's just like a lot about like kind of like human like sexual emotion uh i think that antichrist is about like their kid dies at the beginning and and then it's it's about them dealing dealing with with the guilt of that but it's it's just like i don't personally like love lars von trier i think he's kind of like yeah right right but like (laughs) i like have i feel like most like art art yeah. house directors are like very pretentious like that yeah but i will say the night i watched nymphomaniac i watched both both because it's like part one part two yeah. and i watched the director's like extended cut both of them back to back so it was like five and a half hours or something like that of just watching those right. and like it was just me and like ev- like a bunch of friends were like in and out but like me and this one friend like watched the whole thing yeah. and like we came out of it like different people <laughs> right. like if if and that's like how i feel like this movie did to me like i'm coming out of it a little different you know so like i don't want to like per like recommend him but like it's kind of gonna have the same effect on you it's definitely less confusing to watch and lars von trier is a little more traumatic to watch he really goes for some shock factor um but so i put that on there uh, and then I also wanted to recommend Lauren Moliterno. You are the only person who knows this movie with me, but it's this film called Before the Rain. Um, I can try to pull up some information so I can give a little more detail, but it's this, it's the only other movie I can think of that gave me the same feeling of absolute fucking confusion. It's from 1994 and it's mostly, it's a in the Republic of Macedonia amid the war in Bosnia. So like it's around there. Um, but there's like multiple storylines that are happening, um, featuring like these characters that cross over between the storylines. But when you like really pay attention and I hope I'm not like spoiling the film, it's from 1994. So like it's old. Um, but like when, when you're watching it, you kind of realize that these stories might be happening. Like, like at this same exact time okay but it doesn't make sense because some of the characters are in multiple places at once and it's more one of these things about like you don't need to understand the literal you need to understand like the emotion and it like confused the hell out of me and i didn't understand it but like years later i want to rewatch this movie because i'm like i I gotta understand like what they were trying to tell me and so that's the only other movie i've ever seen that's made me feel the way this movie did okay molly I said it earlier on Inland Empire, which I don't know if you were in the bathroom when I said this. Um, it's three hours long. It's David Lynch. <laughs> um, like, I want to say watch it, but also don't because it's not, in my opinion, it's not his best movie, but it's like good enough that, like, I don't, it's really weird. I would say it's very, very odd. 
and it's very hard to sit through because it's three hours long and it like it just goes goes really slow but like once you watch it you're like i learned something about myself along the way right i want to edit that statement and that i wish i had never said it um (laughs) (laughs) no when you watch it it's like one of those like when you watch an art movie yeah yeah i feel smarter like you feel like kind of a dipshit saying it but like right like makes you think about like film um yeah ow this conversation like someone's gonna pull this up in 10 years and i'm just gonna fucking end it. well it's like it's like it's easy to feel like you're being pretentious i do when you're talking about movies i feel like like an asshole i feel like an asshole when i talk about david lynch even though i like his movies a lot i think he's a good writer i think he's a good director i think like if something affects you it like it's fine to talk about how it affects you yeah you know like that movie like specifically i feel weird talking about that one because it's just it's like awful to get through and i hated watching it every minute but but <laughs> no i hated watching it while i was watching it. i should say that i didn't yeah. say it before i hated watching it okay but what by the time i had finished it i felt really accomplished and i it i actually enjoyed the film right after yeah it was done but um if you're looking for something that's a little easier to watch, um, Blue Velvet or Mahalan Drive okay. are both really good, and I think you'll get like the, the same kind of vibe that this movie gives you. Okay. I have nothing really horror related. Yeah. Like yeah. it's this movie is really hard to categorize. Um, I have a few recommendations. Um, most of these are just like movies that, uh, in the same vein as this, like I uh didn't really understand at the end but like i felt like they had something to say i don't know um the most accessible i would say is we need to talk about kevin which um, yeah that it's very accessible it's like the plot is not hard to understand but the way it's filmed and the way it's directed um is very much it's it's similar to this in the sense that they don't really explicitly tell you what's happening Mm -hmm. everything's like something happened and then you see everyone's reactions to it and you see like stuff building up to the events and you see um there's it's like non-linear so you see like flashbacks and you see the scenes in the future of the event that happens um but it's basically about this uh woman's relationship to her son and how um uh she it's it's i don't know it's very much about like a mother-son relationship and how she feels guilty about him but also like wants to try to love him it's it's very it's very much like um more of a like more of a feelings movie i'd mm-hmm. say than a plot movie yeah like, there you is feel really weird watching yeah, that movie. there's like a there is like a definite plot to it like and, and and it's not hard to understand it but it's more about this movie like makes me feel things yeah <laughs> then i like the plot of it you know um another one is cachet which is a french movie that i've seen it's directed by michael hanukkah um and that uh i watched it my freshman year of college i don't really remember it but i remember it giving me the same feeling as this movie at the end of it where i'm like i don't really know what happened here but i want to understand it um i don't really remember what the plot was Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like this 
guy investigating something that happened in his past, but I don't know. But like Cache, look into it. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. And then another movie I would recommend is this movie called Darling, which is much more recent. I've heard, about that I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, it was on Amazon Prime was where I watched it. Um, and it it's in black and white. It's about this girl who like lives in a city. Um, and uh, I, I, I think she's like house sitting. But it's also very abstract and like weird stuff happens and you don't know whether the girl's going crazy or what's happening. It's it's very much like just abstract weird shit happens and then you don't really know what's happening. And it, it's like from like 2012 or something, but it's like filmed in black and white. It's one of those Ooh. movies. Okay. And there's like some murder that happens and you're like, okay, I don't murder. know. Yeah, I don't know if this is, like, a real thing or a hallucination or what. You know, it's, like, it's one of those movies. So, Darling, I would also recommend. Can um, I recommend a song? Yeah. I am, like, being genuine, this isn't a bit. Um, oh, an- you were talking about this. Through Antichrist the by the 1975. Okay. Um, There's, like, a couple perspectives between, like, a man and a woman. And the woman's like, how can I relate to someone who doesn't speak? I feel like I'm treading water. And he's like, well, I love the house we live in. I love you. So there's, like, this dichotomy between, like, the relationship between a man and a woman, but it's also about religion. Okay. So I feel that like it relates to this familiar, movie. like, similar to Antichrist, the movie. The movie. You might want to look into it if you've seen that movie. Really? Because <laughs> that's not... I'm not saying that that's a direct translation, but, like, that's kind cool. of similar themes. But, um, yeah, it's, like... Oh, cool. Very good okay. song. It'll make you sad, though. Yeah. Um, so listen to it late at night <laughs> when you've had three glasses of wine <laughs> i've had eight glasses of wine i'm feeling good <laughs> i'm Shout wearing a foot cast <laughs> i'm only wearing a foot cast um harish you bringing up some light murder uh i after he when you guys were talking about your films i my mind went back to that class where i watched before the rain right and i remembered this other movie that we watched um i am baffled by that class by the way i don't know what it was about <laughs> we it was like the the teacher the professor like got changed and then he was like this is our class now and i still don't know what the point of it was <laughs> really baffling film class anyways but this movie called blow up from 1966 it's an italian film um well the the director's italian at least um it takes place in london but it's about this like photographer and it's kind of about like dehumanization of like women in media kind of but also there's some light murder in it um and i don't remember a lot of the plot points but i also remember during that movie being like what the fuck is happening in this movie it's not as like chaotic as um possession possession but like you you kind of understand what's happening throughout but you're like why is this going on um and like i I just remember it being like an, another really weird experience of a film. Right. So it's it's blow up from 1966. If um you could rank this movie on um a D and D alignment chart, where would you put it? <laughs> I don't know. My There's D&D's a right answer. Alignments. It's chaotic evil. Yeah. It's oh wait, those alignments. I forget evil. that that's what that is. <laughs> it's definitely chaotic evil. <laughs> well, maybe chaotic. It might neutral. be chaotic neutral. But it feels more like chaotic evil. Chaotic evil, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Molly? Did you say chaotic evil? Oh yeah. Okay, I yeah. can't remember if you started. Um. So, plus. Yeah, you can follow me at Twitter or 
on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's the Scooby Doo reference. And you can find me on Letterboxd and Instagram at SamanthaDon13. Um, you can hear me say douchey things about David Lynch on my Twitter at M-O-1-1-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S. I also tweet a lot about a band I talk about a lot, so check that out. Great content. Um, that's my uh, letterbox as well. Um, my Instagram is Molly Francis Haynes. Uh, I am at not a credit card on Twitter, letterbox, Facebook. Literally <laughs> Just everything. everything. Um, and then you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, we're on facebook and letterbox at tipsy terror if you enjoyed this uh and want to pay us <laughs> this is not a good example of an episode <laughs> wait what are our websites oh yeah we have um uh, you can go to tipsyterror.rip or tipsyterror.com or tipsyterror.wtf or tipsyterror.pub dot pube uh, <laughs> yeah um and then uh on patreon yeah. we're on patreon at uh, patreon.com slash tipsy terror uh and then uh we do if you pay five dollars a month we do like one bonus episode every month um and we're also gonna start putting up polls for future episodes um and currently on patreon you can find our first bonus episode where we watch ringu and uh compare it to the ring which we watched a few episodes ago Mm -hmm. and uh if you thought this episode was weird and confusing try a different episode where we're more drunk and less coherent i'm sorry we drank pretty normal amounts but like we sobered up because our minds were trying so hard (laughs) to comprehend what the fuck we were watching and also congratulations to samantha for staying awake for this entire episode i did i did okay i can't i couldn't sleep on this it was crazy (laughs) yeah um so that's it yep uh anything else nope okay bye bye Bye. i got the corpses in the bed